This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I'll get you for this, RuPaul. I'm James. And my name's Keen. And your little dog, too. And by that, I'm talking about you, Michelle. <laughs> Welcome to Sister Pod. We're chatting all things RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world this week, episode three. And we're joined by the wonderful Maestro yeah, of Me. Maestro of. There we go. Gareth from Hunsnet is here to to break down a controversial episode. There was there was there was ups and downs, highs and lows. There was jiggery and there was pokery. Shenanigans I mean, and tomfoolery. Shenanigans and tomfoolery. Oh my god! A good drag king named Tomfoolery. I'd give that to yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Uh, you could be a drag king if you want to be. By the way, I know. <laughs> You know, the power available to me while I do a podcast is available to me when I'm not doing the podcast. <laughs> <When you're... laughs> oh my god! I, I never thought about it like that. I'm going to start using this podcast power in my day to day life. <laughs> People will be like, "Shut up! Shut up!" By the way, have you ever cooked using garlic salt? Yes. Do you know what what's in garlic salt? Salt and garlic. Yeah, I thought it was just garlic. So I put loads into my dinner and it was so fucking salty. I feel like I'm shriveling from the inside out. What is this, Joe Rogan? What are you talking about? People come here from Drag Race. I just, the whole episode you're going to hear, you just need to be aware that my my internal organs were dehydrated. <laughs> Okay, anyway, before we get into the episode, we just want to sh- tell you that we are on the Heads of Podcast Network, home to wonderful creatives, and if you'd like to support the show, you can head over to headsofpodcast.com for five euro a month. You can support the show and get all of our back catalogue of bonus material. And while we're here, we're going to shout out one of our sibling podcasts. This time, it's Fireside. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Grainne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, you'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olihan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us. By the fireside. Gareth from Hunsnet, thank you so much for joining us in this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the World. How are you finding the series so far? Oh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure no to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'm loving the series so far, and um, it's it's great to be on an episode which has got so much to talk about because uh, so much drama, yes, so much I'm living for it. <laughs> <laughs> the queens did not listen to Mary J. Blige saying no more drama at no, the Super Bowl, no, and they no. said we're doubling down. I did have to say when I thought we have Hunsnet coming on the podcast, and then for a brief moment moment i thought we were getting a dot cotton runway i did think <laughs> this is a marriage made in heaven <laughs> yeah i mean i mean when they did the uh, the venga bus um for the oh for the end God. i mean this was like the stars aligning for this podcast yeah. i was like thank you god <laughs> uh, let's start off with a lot to talk about the top of the episode jimbo reveals 
that they were going to eliminate Juju B, which I think is, you know, pos- like, fair enough. The, I think the issue here is they didn't own it. They sort of just were like, yeah, well, yeah. You know, you just need to, you need to go out there and just say, look, this is who I was going to send home, like Manila Luzon did to Monet Exchange, and just own it, or else do the BB Zahara Bonet and don't show anybody until Azure reveals it in the podcast five years later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was a bit nonchalant, wasn't it, at the beginning? And they um, mm. they revealed and then didn't commit to it. But yeah, I, I agree with you um, that you, you just need to own it in that situation. And yeah, yeah, I, I mean, as well as that, like you know, in these situations, we always see like the the queens are scraping for any like bit of uh, evidence as to why they can support their decision. And they had the biggest piece of evidence to send GGB home last yeah. week with RuPaul literally saying you haven't shown up for this competition. So it, uh, you are right. Like, I think if Jimbo had just been, you know, really upfront in how they played it and were like, look, your critiques were pretty poor and you've been at this four times. So I felt like we should give Cheryl another go. Uh, and to be honest, I think that there's a very strong uh, argument to be made that Jimbo made the right call by trying to send Juju home last week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Juju is a legend in the franchise, and I think that I, I, I'm trying to like put myself in in everyone's position. You know, you know, imagining myself in the workroom watching Juju on all of the series um, that they've been on, um, and and trying to put myself into if I was there to make that decision, and what would I do? Because you know as much as I'm sure that they're all there on an even playing field for the game, some of them are looking at these as like franchise legends. So would that like sway a bit? But, but when you look at the season and some of, you know, I absolutely, I stand Juju. I love Juju, you know, um, but there does seem to be a bit of a disconnect with, with, with what's going on. And I mean, you know, is this the time that it was filmed? Is it, you know, the time that they had to prepare, you know, all these things are going in my head, but when it comes to runway performance, it's not quite adding up for me, you know. No. Maybe Juju is the ultimate example of drag race fatigue. Yeah. Like she is. She, <laughs> she's bored of her own performances. <laughs> Juju. <laughs> Juju has been. Isn't that what somebody said during the ring challenge? Yeah. But yeah, I kind of felt like in that moment though, Juju really cra- managed to take a situation and craft it so that everyone, n- not one queen in that room trusted Jim- Jimbo after yeah. that. And I think no. that is a masterstroke of, of manipulation, I think, from Juju's side. <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, my favourite moment was obviously Blue and Cheryl are, are very good friends and, and Blue went on the record and said, yeah, she was the worst in the challenge. <laughs> so it yeah. was... Yeah, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah that's true, yeah. to be fair. Uh, so, yeah, we get... Mo Hart announcing their rebrand. Yep. Interesting. Like, it kind of just went down as a bit of a damn squib, really. People were like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder, what, like, I think that the decision to announce, like, because it, it, we'd already already been told it a couple of weeks yeah. ago. So we then there was this confusion of like, oh, what's this? Who's Mo Hart? They're all saying Monique Hart. You know, what's going on? Is this like a decision made post-production? Like, I think because of that, it, it almost then, when it actually came out in this episode, it was a little bit like, particularly because it was padded out with so much other drama, you were a bit like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, all right, okay, yeah, good for you. Gen- genderless entertainer, enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, normally those sorts of conversations happen when the makeup's happening, isn't And there's usually a, a, yeah. a defined, section um where people sort of tell their truth but it was sort of shoehorned in around the uh, around the workroom table and then it was quickly moved on there was no you know there was no referring back to it but yeah i mean i'm you know be who you want to be 
<laughs> it's like the guard is down now. They're kind of settled in and they're not over... Like in All-Stars 4, they were in the top the first week. They've kind of just been cruising it safe. So the ego hasn't been overinflated and they kind of got... They, you know, they they had the moment of being like, oh, you know, tricks and my forte in the show, but I've I've honed my craft, like America, and then you know that happens. So yeah, it was kind of a bit of a sobering thing for them, but actually, it kind of worked in their favor, I think, from an audience point of view. Anytime mm-hmm. that cartwheel yeah. is brought out of the archives, I'm here for because it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really quite something. It's, it's it's a mangle of mess, and I love it. <laughs> also, I mean, of all the things the queens are paying for lessons in when they're before they come back for an all-stars run they're getting sewing yeah. lessons mm. they're getting acting lessons singing yeah. lessons there's monique hart getting <laughs> cartwheel <laughs> lessons <laughs> some teenage I, I girl would, to be like <laughs> i would be asking for my money back though yeah. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh. so the mini challenge is reading is fundamental the library is now open who Gareth, did you think did the best? Oh, well, it's got to be Juju. I mean, I, I mean, my favourite read probably from the whole franchise is Tyra. Is your barbecue cancelled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, that was Juju, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just checking. Um, yeah, so I was I'm, I was looking forward to, to, to their read. And, and I think I think the thing is, is that especially in the um in this international franchise the humor there's a lot of clashing humor i mean you know obviously the british um humor and the references um would probably be lost on rue and um you know and and, and some of the other contestants um so so yeah i i didn't when i when i when, when they said it was going to be um, the reading challenge i would my expectations weren't that high from the beginning mm-hmm. because of the culture clash yeah, I I found out, and they did kind of they they front loaded us with the sort of the poor ones, so they gave us Blue and Juju at the end, who were like definitely the the funniest. I think my favorite, my favorite, my favorite read was Blue's one to Janie Jacay. If I wanted to read something Dutch and bothered watching your season, which I thought was like oh, perfectly shady. That didn't even get a smile from me. That that was like lead balloon. I thought. Janie and Pangina, apart from Juju, were the two best. And I was like, go. Like, yeah. they, I thought, like, the fact that, like, English is, what, their second language, I thought the, the jokes were really well crafted compared to some of the native uh-huh. speakers. Yeah. I, I did like, I did like Janie Jacay's botched joke. I ah. thought that was really good. The the setup of Jimbo and Celine Dion, is that why when you lip sync you down like the Titanic? <laughs> I don't like, it was, it was, like, I've heard the botched one before. I guess that was kind of, kind of okay. But yeah, the... The setup was a bit clunky. I thought Blue and Mo struggled the most yeah. personally for me. I think, really? I think, I think you know, like, you know, uh, classic Drag Race review. It's all in the edit as well. I think as well, and I think mm-hmm. depending on uh, where they cut and you know, Rue's. I love Rue's fake laugh to everything. <laughs> so yeah, if, Ru, if they, they can yeah. stick in a Rue fake laugh, and maybe that might change my mind. But I kind of agree. Yeah, yeah they were. It wasn't. It wasn't the greatest reading challenge. No, no. I, I mean, I, I think that probably my favourite bit of it was when Jimbo tried to read Rue and, and Rue was like, tell us a joke then. Like, I, I thought yeah. that that kind of like backfiring. Um, and I always, I do love to see Rue kind of engaging on it. Oh, I'd see Rue like engaging in a real way, not just being kind of like the mechanical kind of thing. So I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Robo Rue. <laughs> Robo Rue, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> the Princess Diarrhea line, though, I thought yeah. was what like was very strong. Like that, that's definitely mm-hmm. a takeaway. Like I don't think nowadays we get a 
a read for the 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 Hall of Fame of reads. Yeah. Uh, in every reading challenge but I think that one could go up there uh, that means Juju B is the first person to win the reading challenge three times so she won in season two she won in all stars five and now she's won it in this so you know yeah. she really she really has has marked her territory on, on that I wouldn't challenge. like to get into a, a slanging match with, with Juju B I mean I'm six foot four and I've seen her out in the club and, and, and she would take me down <laughs> she would take me down so no <laughs> Um, right, let's let's jump into the the Rusical and the different characters. Um, it took me a while. I actually I, I ended up looking at my phone distracted when Rue was explaining the characters. Yeah. So I managed to work them all out subsequently, but it actually took me some time to get some of them. Um, so Blue was Maria von Trapp. Yeah. Pangina was Annie, the orphan girl. That one took me the longest because I knew someone was Annie, but I was like, well, why is she old? It was it was. OAP yeah. Annie was that the brief I, I think the idea was I think it was not the idea that all of them were like older and more kind of you know like this is many years after their their highlights so it's kind of all of them have been like aged a bit it didn't yeah because what was the actual musical called it was called West End Wendy's was it called like the, what was it called the return or, or because I think that it was so Rue was obsessed with that 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 Lisa Kudrow shown the comeback and I think it was kind of meant to be based around the pilot episode of that where there's a load of washed up sort of kind of ex soap stars in the states all vying to be part of this uh, new program that's that and so, like that was kind of the overall thing of this rusical because my 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 thoughts on it was i was thinking back to all stars with ben de la creme when they were the the divas because there was a mm. von trap in that wasn't uh, in mm. that one and I, yes. von trapp, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then i was I, I was thinking is this that and then i remember that thorgy was uh, Stevie Nicks and yeah so so yeah I was a little bit lost on me um I kind of got the concept of it but um you know it all comes down to especially when they're lip syncing as well it all comes down to the delivery and the funniness in the in the lyrics and and I think I mean I remember watching the Divas Live one and I and I there were lines that I can you know I'm a little dizzy Rue I, I, I remember that there's not one part of that I would remember after tonight's. And, and Michelle was at odds to be like, every line was hilarious, <laughs> but yours was extra hilarious. It was like, yeah, well, maybe JD's was just more funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I did, because I did think that, li- like, listening t- through it as it was performed, and you're right, this isn't one of the ones you're going to go back and listen to again, but there were definitely moments in it that you're like, oh, that was funny. And there were definitely characters that were clearly funnier than other characters so it was like because i remember in the the all-stars the the divas one in all-stars three i remember torji feeling and knowing based purely on hearing the musical or hearing the musical and and the, and the characterization that like they were going to get a bottom placement because of that and i think that like probably the same could be said for for listening through this you could feel which ones were going to be the ones that were perhaps going to be the less and i'd say that's why no one wanted the one that baga ended up having even though Baga ended up being like a, a real pain in the arse. <laughs> well, I actually thought the I actually think the the one that clearly sounded shit was was the dog was Dodo because I thought Baga did a rubbish job, but I thought the music and the big horns and everything it sounded really musical theater for Hairspray. So I think a lot of that just kind of sounded good because the track sounded good. Yeah. So I, I don't think that was necessarily the judge one. I think that probably saved her. Yeah, so, so we haven't ran to the other ones. Mo was Dr. Frankenfurter from Rocky Horror. 
I mean, they just called the character Meryl, did they? Or did they have another name for her? But Janie was Meryl from Mamma Mia. Sally Bowles was Juju. Dodo from Wizard of Oz. And then Tracy Turnblad, yeah. I think it is, from uh, Hairspray was, was Bagger. So I, 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 Bagger, I think, is an amazing performer. I've seen Bagger perform for many, many years. Um, and sidestepping, you know, some of the, the narrative which is going on with, with the season so far. Um, my main thing with Bagger this season is I was like, I, was like, I wish um, that the fringe had been tro- chopped a little bit more so because she's such an amazing performer with her eyes and there's nuances and those sorts of things. And I, I felt that, you know, from, from watching it on TV, some of that was lost. Um, but yeah, I mean, Bagger is, is, is comedy. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I just wanted to- But did you think she, she gave it her all? It's tricky, isn't it? Because I think the narrative has been set now. I mean, that it's been sewn into what role she's going to play. I mean, I hope she, re- I hope she redeems herself um, next, next week, but um, but yeah, I mean, I find Bagger funny because I know what she's like outside of the competition and perhaps I'm, you know, putting too much weight on that. But yeah, I mean, the narrative is plodding on that she's she's not giving it her all. Yeah, I, I, do, I do completely agree with you on the wig, though. Like that wig looked really heavy and it looked like it was falling forward. And I, I think that like obviously those costumes for those characters were provided to them by production or whatever. So like that wasn't a wig that she'd brought herself. But you like you completely lost her eyes. At one point, it felt like the the um the fringe was actually like covering her eyes and it was just like a little nose and mouth performing. Um, so she definitely was hampered by that in the performance. Um. I just felt her heart wasn't in it. Like I felt, I, I, I thought like she can give it so much more than that. I think she just mm-hmm. hit all the marks that she knew she had to hit and she didn't try much more than that. And I think she had one of the better songs and that saved her. Her attitude was piss poor. And like, I think anyone could have gone home. And if, like for me, if anyone, like obviously, you know, Jimbo has gone home and that definitely does feel too soon. But anyone would have felt too soon if, other than Bagger. I thought it was shocking that she was safe. I was with the way that the uh, the 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 narrative and the edit was going around Baga with this sort of like last week kind of taking the nap during the sewing challenge. The suggestions that like the queens have come out and denied across the week that like basically Pangina made her dress for the for that design challenge, and then in this one the kind of like I don't want to do it, so I'm not going to put any effort into it. Like the the show is like really going heavy on like painting her as sort of someone who thinks they're better than the competition. Like, and it, and, and like, I don't know, because like, there's a bit of me that thinks like Bag is playing into that character because they like this kind of, like the, the character they want is that caricature who's so full of themselves and so over the top. And it's like, you know, I, I really would like Bagger to get a a, a, a a redemption though in the next, in the next week or two, because like, there's a reason that they were so beloved from the first season. And I think that maybe, Perhaps like there's a combination of things coming into play in this this series of it that just aren't helping her sell herself that way. I'm waiting for the uh, for the moment around the table where the inner saboteur conversation comes out. I think that's going to come next yeah. week or, or maybe the week <laughs> after. But I, I think it's well. Look, next week's snatch game, yeah. so we know she's going to do well yeah. at that, right? Yeah. So that that could be uh, the moment where the, we all fall. In the, the last thing, the last thing I'll say on on Baga was I wrote down and there's no way to elegantly like wedge this in, so I'm just right giving a line. Where like, Johannes hasn't worked with an ass this big since John Waite as <laughs> as related to to Bagger's behavior over the course of the the dancing I mean it is big I've I've seen it in real life I mean it's big and the arms are big and the thighs are the thighs are really big John's not Bagger's <laughs> 
um, who else stood out for you in the the musical segment of it? it? I just felt it was all really flat. Really, I think Pangina um, was was it was kind of all downhill for, from there for me. I mean, um, the other the, the other thing, I, the Janie Jacquet thing, I'm not really getting. Um, I don't really find. Perhaps I, I don't know. I think it's. Uh, how she's been revered so much um, is is confusing to me because it's it's not really what I'm seeing. But but I appreciate um, I appreciate what she brings. But I don't I don't see it at the top end all of the time. So yeah, but yeah, that's interesting because during Janie's performance, I felt like I watched it and I could feel myself smiling throughout i was entirely engaged i thought by far she was the best out of them all there i found it funny i thought she looked like meryl streep i just found it entirely enthralling disclaimer it might be because i hate mamma mia (laughs) 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 so yeah i apologize jamie i apologize it's it's not it's not you where do you land james Uh, so I, I, I think that for the last two weeks, Blue Hydrangea has been criminally overlooked. Yes. And I think that they performed really well in the Like, I, I really love their performance in, in, in this as the, the kind of, um, I can't remember the, the Maria Von Trapp. Trapp yeah. uh, that, that character, I thought they did a really good job with it. And I also felt that last week in the sewing, ch- in the, 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 the ball challenge, they did a fantastic job. And I think that, like it's it it's you kind of get a bit in the teaser where there's like an interaction where Rue is going to talk to them and they're kind of saying what do I need to do to be in the top and I think that it's it's kind of unfair in a way like I think that Janie definitely was very strong this week and I really enjoyed the characteristics and I thought like it was very funny but I also think that that part that 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 she was given was really good and and like any not anyone could have made it very good but like I think that it was easier for her to get there than it probably would have been for Blue to like bring some of the nuance into that like super just like sexy you know over the top kind of thing so I I, I felt Blue was kind of robbed I think that Pangina was the obvious best like Pangina like the obvious best and then I would have put Blue probably probably after that with Janie Jacquet kind of coming in the third I didn't really like I thought Pangina performed well but I didn't understand the decision to make her so scary. Yeah, it was a bit zombie. It was a little zombie, you know, like yeah, she, and zombies. Yeah. <laughs> like she, like she really performed well, and the characteristics were there. But I don't know. I I wasn't living the same way I was through Janie's, and I think you're right to say. Like I think Blue was was hampered by the role she got. Like yes, we have a direct comparison with Ben de la Creme in one of the most iconic moments of an all-star season. And then there's this sort of re- weird thing where she has to basically just sort of orgasm on the ground and twit. Like it just was a really weird arc to be given. And unfortunately I think it held her back. Um but I think she did a, a, a really good job and better than I would have thought she would have done. I still stand by that all of the, you know, I think it, it all comes down to the writing and the delivery of the of the recording mm. of the musical as to, you know, because there, there wasn't much. I think I think the things which I find funny in the musicals is almost like when they step out of the character or step out of the lyrics and give that side eye and those sorts of things. And and I don't think there was a lot of opportunity in that in the in the writing um, of, of the of, of the content. So so maybe it's maybe it's on the writers, not the not the performers, mm, maybe. Yeah. Well, how did you think Juju did as Sally Bowles? So I think in my head, I mean, obviously Liza is so iconic and then there's so many parodies that are iconic. And then there's the Liza doing the parody of herself in Sex and the City that's iconic. Um, so, so yeah, so I mean, yeah, it, 
I just don't think the, the, the there was not there was not the nuances in the in the track to to mm-hmm. to step out of it. You know, it's the talking and the the, the, the side mouth. Um, and I think I, I think you know Juju just performed it to type really rather than you know stepping out of that character and and doing all the other stuff. Yeah, because I, I I thought it was I thought it was really good as well. I thought she did a good job, but it was sort of lacking. Um, something out of the and I, I do think it's you know she's under a microscope now because of what happened last week so obviously the judges are looking at her much more like with with a much closer eye than they are some of the other contestants perhaps but I, I like I, I thought that she painted really well to, to like give that that Liza impression and I thought she brought some of the kind of Liza isms like kind of she she brought it to like you know 50%. She didn't bring it to 100%. She brought it, she brought it. So I, I don't know. I, I, it was as well, it was just horrible to see someone who you're just, who you're so used to seeing on screen as being this absolute sort of sure of themselves, completely resolved person, like so genuinely distraught in the, in the piece after the runway when like those, like, they're like the realist tears that they're the first tears on Drag Race not to be ordered from China. Like they are, they are the realist <laughs> tears we've had. We've had, and I just it 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 made it it made me feel very sorry for her because I think she thought she was doing a good job and she was doing a good job. Yeah, and I think the issue is like I, I don't know. I think it's kind of unfair to judges to be like you need to be giving us more Liza when it wasn't in the track for her to give. Like she could only do the jokes and the mannerisms that the song allowed her to. So I just mm-hmm. know, thought it was a bit unfair to be honest. Like I didn't think she deserved to be in the bottom two this week. To be honest, no, no. And I think I think one of the things that I feel. Um, I feel bad about with 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 Juju and 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 anyone when they say you need to be given a small you know it's like I, I I kind of put myself in their in their shoes and think I know what's in those suitcases and boxes and perhaps it isn't enough you know what I mean it's, yeah. so that you know it's knowing because I think the aesthetic of Juju you know I appreciate that she's not a concept queen or anything like that but I found some of the looks not as great as previous seasons that that they've done and uh, and I'm always thinking in the bottom and feeling bad about it and knowing what you've got in your cases for the challenges coming up and you know perhaps you know knowing what they're looking for that you haven't quite got that to deliver in the future i yeah i completely agree like i mean i think that like at this point juju has what juju has in her suitcases and you know there's other fabric there if if she was a sewing queen she might be able to whip something up or like you know add embellishments but that's not the queen she is so at this point, like the looks that she has are all they all seem to be in this kind of like mini dress sort of space. Um, and even in the 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 kind of All Stars five, like her looks were underwhelming up until you got to the very, very last couple of episodes. And it, like it's, it's maybe she's done that again. She's kind of just come in with a couple of wow garments for the very last for the very end of the the, the season. But yeah. It, it must be kind of like disheartening to be there, to be sat there and know you're not going to be able to give them what they're looking for because you're not able to leave and head down and buy some more stuff. She must, must have also had a different pair of tights <laughs> than those green ones. Like, <laughs> So bringing this back to Huns, when she came out with the um, 
with with the green tights on all i could think about do you remember the saturday's video where they did up yeah that's what i was like she's back in the black mini dress she's got the green tights i think she's frankie maybe uh, that's all that's insight into my head really yeah. mo do you think mo did a good job where did where did they land well on the floor in that cartwheel remember <laughs> i watched myself <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I liked this sort of, you know, version of, of, of Dr. Frankenfurter. I thought it was really good. I I also sort of liked the storyline they gave of, like, Dr. Frankenfurter is now, like, converted to Christianity and is, like, kind of, like, getting all prissy and stuff. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know... It, I, there's, there's only one way to slip and fall on the uh, on the on the, the drag race stage, and that is as Kylie Sonique Love did in the final of All Star Six. And sadly, Mo just wasn't able to to bring it to that space. No, no. Well, I think it was more not that not necessarily that they slipped because they saved themselves. It was the fact that like they kind of gave up after that. Like they 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 looked defeated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I when when um, the Frankenfurter character come up, I, I in my head because I was imagining it on before even the performance came on. I, in my head, I was like, "Oh, they're going to play it like Sasha Velour does when she comes on crawling on the stage and that sort of energy." And it just it yeah. wasn't there um, for me. But but yeah, I mean, it's 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 another character which you know outside is so defined in its own original form that you can kind of get by a little bit I think and and I think that's probably what's helped this evening yeah and and actually I think a lot of a lot of the queens relied on the fact that their characters were sort of instantly recognizable which is probably something that like really held Jimbo back because this like weird hybrid dog Dorothy flying monkey whatever it was thing like it was so confusing it was like what are you trying to tell me well it was confusing as well like so what i think when we were when jimbo was getting um critiqued at the end and and rue basically saying you know step out of the choreography um you know i think that that was a a note given that was only specific to jimbo because there's been times previously where the critiques have come about them picking up choreography and about the execution of the choreography but I when I was thinking seeing uh, Jimbo perform I was like well you could have climbed this right up and 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 probably the reason why it wasn't climbed right up is because you know you're weighing on what the 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 choreography that's been set very confusing yeah I I agree like I, I think that that Jimbo was a bit too in their head over the course of this of thinking oh I have to do this and I have to do that and it is more like you know and then like it seems to really hone in on the notion that this is a choreography sure. challenge i need to do the choreography steps even though like it's no well this is actually a rusical what you need to do in all these challenges is make rue yeah. laugh <laughs> and if you can do that by ignoring the choreography and just like pretending you're a dog yeah. on the stage trying to sing that's going to get rue howling and it won't matter that you've done any of the, the steps or not i was waiting for, for 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 jimbo to to piss up against a chair or something or do something like that or pour yes. you know there we are. We solved it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's head on to that runway. First of all, that, that dress Rue was wearing was like a nightclub couch. Right? Was, <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Check it for stains. <laughs> yeah. If you shone a blue light over that, God only knows what would show up. Uh, uh, yeah, wasn't a fan. Jonathan Bailey, I've not come across him before, but... 
boy, is he attractive. But you'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very much so. I was like, I don't know who this person is, but I will be Googling later yeah. with a variety of adjectives afterwards. I am um, in between recording, the end of the show and recording, I just had a little swizz of, of, of Twitter and um, and I think there's a lot of people who feel the same. So I think that's going to be a talking point of the week. Is, so is it Bridgerton he's from? I saw, yeah, yeah I think I so. Yes, I, I yes, haven't seen yes. that. No, me neither. <laughs> and he's won himself and Olivier for something. So yeah, and a whole and a whole army of new fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is it. Who will be drop the OnlyFans link? I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the the Olivier. Okay. <laughs> uh, so category was was polka dots. Jimbo was up first with his green and sort of silver vinyl space get up uh with a like perfectly spherical black helmet this i i have to say now that jimbo's gone there was something about jimbo this season that i just hadn't warmed to i remember really rooting for them in season one of canada maybe it's because they were kind of being underappreciated but i'm kind of not mad that jimbo's gone i i think that I'm not mad that they're gone. I think the one thing I'm disappointed is, like going back to what we said about Juju, I, I, I know there's probably some really great outfits in that in in their case, and I think that there hasn't been, you know, those those first two outfits, um, you know, and there's been some really strong looks from them so far, and I think that there hasn't been that. I think Lemon going and seeing what they posted um, on on Instagram for for last week's challenge. I don't think there's going to be the the mega looks that we're going to get later on in the season now Jimbo's gone. I completely agree with that. Like I think that that Jimbo was the person who was bringing the most interesting things to the runway and that missing them now that's going to be a massive mm-hmm. hole left. I think that Blue we'll get to their look today but like I think Blue is also capable of being uh, uh, really amazing yeah, looks to agree. runway. But but I think that 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 Jimbo was was like on a on a level of their own in it. Um I I liked this look but I just couldn't get over the fact that during the like deliberation bit, they just looked like a really stressed magic eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was just sort of <laughs> seeing, yeah. I look like that See, sometimes without my hat on. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I just didn't really love any of Jimbo's looks from last week. I loved that first one, like, you know, the chess piece. And maybe there was more like that. But someone like Pangina for me is somebody who's always reinventing yeah. and like looks fantastic every time. Even in the workroom, like when they said off in the workroom in this like I don't know gold and black like blazer and then they were wearing this like studded leather jacket for the choreo like they do like several actually the the looks out of drag this season have been amazing like even Mo, Mo yeah. Hart's red frilly coat while doing the choreo like yeah. we need to see more of that on the runway one of my things <laughs> one of my things that I talk about with my friends when when we watch it oh, any season is what is the temperature in the workroom because there's so many did someone's in flip flops and then someone else is in shorts I you know what does it smell like what's the temperature like <laughs> Juju was up next with her spotted python look <laughs> it was the green leggings they were the elephant in the room right yeah um i don't know i i i know um when the season was filmed and i know uh, some of the challenges that people who i know who, who who filmed around that time have had so i appreciate some of the challenges of how to get things and things like that so so that's my sort of caveat but 
I didn't think the wig was that great this week. I think I think when you've got a, when you've got a, a coloured wig, I think it's you know it has to be that well done um, and styled because otherwise it looks a bit party city, um, you know. And I think yeah, I just I just I love Juju, but it just didn't all come together for me. Yeah, I I and I, I did because I I think you know the uh, for the. I know that for they were filming season three of, of UK and 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 even season thirteen of, um of of US there was obviously massive shortages sure. and the wig shortage of twenty twenty exactly <laughs> the great wig shortage of twenty twenty <laughs> and and I kind of think like someone coming along for their first run in the show that would be something that would be quite like difficult for them to overcome but someone who must have like an absolutely cavernous back catalogue of. Of, of looks that like you know goes runs right the way back to season two and like a, 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 a phone full of contacts of people like if you're not able to buy something that's going to fit the brief you know pick up the phone and ring Raven ring Morgan McMichael someone will be able to give you something <laughs> so there is a bit of me that kind of goes Juju probably could have brought it harder for the runway this look I didn't didn't hate it was extremely simple though and I didn't mind the green tights. I'm going. I'm, I'm there for the green tights. This is it. Justice for the green tights. What types have you? What types have you got on down there? <laughs> you never need to see. <laughs> Patrick's Day. <laughs> Repping for Patrick's Day. <laughs> blue was up next with their blue velvet, and I've written green, but I know it's orange and white polka dot, uh, like decorations on it this is the best blue has looked in like eight episodes of her being on the show like you know including the end back half of season one of uk i thought she looked fantastic yeah i agree i think i, I, I in fact I, I take back what i said earlier because I, I probably done what what some people have done to blue throughout the competition is overlook um and and they they they, they come with a concept and, and i really appreciate that um like you know to go back to the to the the puppet thing the other week I thought that was amazing oh yeah um and then it, it was only uh, when they came out I was I was like oh yeah and then I saw the faces on the arms and I, I appreciate that you, there's a lot of effort that's gone in that and I think when you look at that that look not that I you know I'm not a sewer I'm not a seamstress or anything like that but when you look at the artistry and the construction that's gone into that and probably the money versus Juju that's kind of you know, it's it's yeah, completely. I I think that you know, like the thing is, I think that that Rue sort of stratifies Queen sometimes in his head into like a particular kind of lane, yeah. and I think that with Blue, that Rue has kind of just decided, oh, you're the like cheeky kind of you know kind of young one with gumption, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, well, actually, melt. yeah, yeah, but but the, but it's like who then says really rude things, but it's like but the looks that 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 Blue has been bringing this season have been consistently like at a at an 11 like that like even like the the their look last week they did for the the butch please or whatever one with the where they were like did the old timey strong man with the like big i was like that is so like that's such an interesting take on that it's a, and just shows what's working in that person's mind so yeah like this was this was beautiful one of the most beautiful like looks i've seen on the runway of drag race in a really long time i found them a bit hit hit and miss i loved the strong one but i didn't like the troll one in episode one and i liked the one they they sewed for themselves last week but i didn't like the first one the cat one um but this is hit 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 all the way through like this is really strong i didn't this is me being a stickler for 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 semantics it was more of a five-faced look rather than five heads because like there was just masks but 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. it was it was really really cool and creative. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought that there was there was something a little bit crystal method about it tonight. I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Or even uh, Hozo Teratoma, I think from from Dracula. I don't know if you watched Dracula, but like that sort of with the multiple yeah. heads. I think it was kind of came through as well. Uh, or faces. Yeah. <laughs> Janie <laughs> was up next with her yellow with black and white polka dots. Uh, I kind of go with the amount with the cut of it, but I really enjoyed it. And there was like I know she said it was Catherine Zeta Jones and Zaro, but I'm not a good enough costume maker to know this but it definitely read as like a telenovela outfit with the sleeves and everything i thought she looked great in it i didn't love the hat but other than that, i thought she looked great i once again uh, you know complete disclaimer about about the time it was filmed and and the time they had i didn't like it i really didn't like it and i i i think i think that every look that janie it's more on some of maybe the fabrics that are used that just doesn't look as high quality or as or as polished or as elevated mm. As, as as some of the other um, looks and it, yeah, I, it, it, for me it's it's all very it, it's it's not at that level for me, um, but I appreciate the, the the effort and everything that goes in. A lot of Janie's looks, like all of Janie's looks, really, I feel like sort of you know it could be like a cutaway to a person giving us a tour of a penis uh, museum <laughs> on, on trash in the late 90s like there's a real like kind of that like and you are right like it's not necessarily kind of like it, it, it when you look at them beside some of the other queens if you're measuring them against themselves yes. and against their run on holland yeah. then they're like they've really upped yes. their game but when you put them into this company it is like kind of basic but basic in a way where you can see there's more effort gone into it than like yeah. for juju yeah. so i think that kind of yeah that kind of gives them a little bit of a a little bit of a lift over that this, i did like the yellow though i like yeah. the color yeah i think so i think there's a definite consideration i think there's definite thing it's 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 just the the the, the fabrics and the accessories and the things uh, i think the the cats the cat for me is is kind of what i'm trying to explain when they did the cat um it yeah. just it felt it felt it felt shop bought rather than you can see that the effort's gone into it but it's it yeah i guess Very something like this something like Janie's, i find more interesting than baggage for example like maybe it's because i know she like she says she made it all herself but it's just it's just a more it's like a silhouette that i haven't seen as often as i've seen baggage which is basically just like you know you know it's a lady at the race it's a big hat i've seen that loads of times so yeah i get your point you know the material isn't blowing my mind but the color and the cut of it wasn't interesting enough i thought for me to that i liked it whereas mo's look i know the judges loved it i i thought that material looked cheap and shiny whereas and look maybe they don't really care about that she was sully from monsters inc right that was the character she was going for yeah i didn't yeah. understand why she had horns then what was going on with the hair there's like a tr- i i mean i i don't get anything that disney gays do so. <laughs> <laughs> so you know i mean it confused me i did think because it was sully from from monsters inc and she had the little mic purse but like literally that was like flung the second and I was like, no, she, she, I think if she'd carried that with her a bit more, it maybe would have helped me understand the look a bit quicker because it did take me until she said it yeah. to to like figure that out until I realized, oh, that's what that green thing she threw away was. It was the, the other character. Um, I didn't really like this, to be honest with you. I loved the, the heart hair thing. I thought that was Her really makeup cool. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
She looks fantastic neck up. I think the other thing, I think the other thing to um to say about a lot of the looks and, and to probably you know, car crash my my fabrics comment is actually what things actually look like in in real life versus under studio lighting is probably oh, different. So I think yeah. when you've got all of that drama, there was all that ruching and ruffling and everything like that. Um, you know, it for me that looked more dramatic, but but I agree. You know, under the lights, it did feel a little bit thing. So so yeah, I, I'd be interested to see it. You know, in 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 person. Yeah, because I do think like that sort of shiny fabric in in like it would look sort of real thick and luxurious as you were kind of like looking at it like in a club or, or like in the stage airport then the way it looks to us now is probably shinier which then makes it look kind of cheaper or, or like lessens the, the impact of it but yeah no of thing i think that because like of her the looks that she's had over the last couple of weeks like particularly that uh once she had the first week that green fabric i was like oh my god she's gonna kill it every week and this was a bit like mm, okay i was excited for her looks though when she comes when she comes out uh, that, she's one of the ones I'm always excited to see what she'll look like when she turns the corner definitely yeah someone who also excites me Pangina she gave us Chinese lantern this time in a sort of a Pollock way uh, yeah this was this was really like there was a journey with it you know it kept me engaged all the way through uh, my, my thoughts well, the thought that came into my head with Pangina when she came down with this look is that it's almost like the perfect storm to win because she she's polished to know how to come across on TV and and how to you know to 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 be a character to be likable um she's obviously talented um she and 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 also because she is from that part of the world where design and fashion is 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 so different i think that mm-hmm. she probably has access to a creative pool that is that we haven't seen so much in 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 in, in the UK and the and the US franchises. So I think that it's almost like a perfect storm for her to win. Yeah, like because everything she does feels really unique, yeah. and like she's she's bringing like obviously an awful lot of that is like within herself. She has a, a really interesting and unique perspective, but then also as you're saying, she's coming from a, an area where like the talent pool hasn't necessarily been focusing on this, so she can really kind of harness the like because like it is like if you if you i've only ever really watched some of the runways off of drag race thailand but she is like you're seeing the same elevation and level with her and this was like even right to the details of like you know when she pulled back the hood on the lantern thing her makeup was painted in such a way that it sort of had a flame like thing so it was like it it was like yeah every detail with her is, is is um is thought out i i think she now is obviously the like the one to beat in the competition like yeah. she is the front runner so. yeah hmm. agreed i mean she wore a look in the lip sync that was better than anything juju's wore in the <laughs> competition so far yeah. <laughs> and she's thrown that away for lip sync yeah. i mean so finally baga gave us a pink and white polka dot day at the races <laughs> boring <laughs> didn't like it <laughs> i i am going to be honest with you i was sort of devastated and i said this already that baga didn't give us a dot cotton i just felt like like if we'd had like this was a moment to to use that kind of classic british humor and the campness that baga has and take it in a different sort of different direction i did i i did quite like this and i thought baga looked really well i i enjoyed the kind of like Hun's day at the races, <laughs> kind of heading up to Ladies' Day at Cheltenham to like have a couple of bottles of warm prosecco. 
but yeah, I would have I would have loved like a more campy British take on it, maybe. I think I think Bagger's look looked like she'd been at the races all day on the Prosecco and then come back. <laughs> I love, but that's what I love about Bagger. There's a chaoticness. There's a chaos mm-hmm. um, about about what she does, and and that's probably why I'm I'm engaged um, so much yeah. into her because she yeah. the, you know as she is chaotic and I love it. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I mean I'm being a bit glib, like. You know, in terms of the garment, you know, it was it, it looked good, it looked polished compared to you know when she comes out in episode one dressed as that Oscar, <laughs> you, you, you kind of like clutch your pearls and go, God, what else does she have in her bag? But with this and her bag post look, it's like okay, she's definitely spent some money this season, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I just a shame that the t- first two good looks we've seen her in have opened pink and white. So hopefully, looking forward for a new color palette on her. Mm-hmm, so Janie and Pangina were the top two and Juju and Jimbo were the bottom two and Blue and Bagger were safe and Mo was low. Um, how, how, which of those do you agree with, Gareth? Um, I definitely agree with Juju being in the bottom. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I was sad for Jimbo because um, I understood why why they were there. Um but and I was a little bit sad, but yeah, I think it was probably right. Um, but mm, yeah, I mean, I, there, there was more in the case that I wanted to see, and I go back to that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have had Janie and uh, maybe Blue in the top two for me, and Jimbo and Bagger in the bottom two. And I generally thought I was like, I wonder will, that's where I thought I was like, I wonder will Blue win the lip sync and save Baka and Jimbo will go home. <laughs> so then that was thrown out the window as soon as I saw who the top two and bottom two were. But the outcome was the same. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, like I kind of felt like the bottom two over the course of the challenge were correct. But that I suppose the judging of the the top two I I would have had Pangina and Pangina and Blue I thought that they 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 for me were the ones I was most excited with on the runway and then also in the in the in the challenge and I I just think that you know like it was a very tense workroom d- discussion that like kind of it got like and this whole like you know we we didn't get too into it at the beginning but this whole talk of like you know you know, breaking your word on an alliance. And when Jimbo was saying about how like, but we all say this shit whenever we're trying to save our neck. And, and Janie JK was like, well, I've never said that. Never once. <laughs> like it, it was, it was all very like, war and peace, yeah. you know, <laughs> forget the Ukraine. This is where it was going down. <laughs> your heart did break for Juju though. Like I've never seen yeah. her that shock. You know, she seemed, I don't know, like, like she just seemed like it was a character assault on her or something like that like she just felt like she had to totally recalibrate what she was doing because I think she's been somebody who has been so strong and has such a strong sense of self that they were always sort of managed to pull through yeah and this seemed like the first time they figured they might not be able to make it I think I think yeah I mean I think you know going back to coming back into the competition for the for the fourth time, not that I don't think that there would have ever been an arrogance there, but there's probably a like. Well, I know, I know the process, I know the rhythm of the show. I, you know, so you're you're almost like, I know Rue, I kind of know Michelle. I've been judged by them previously, so you know that's probably set out to a, uh, you know, thinking I'm going, I'm going to know the direction that I'm going in. It's going to feel mm. familiar, and I think to come into the show and probably it hasn't been as familiar is probably, you know, 
early on probably really tough to take. Yeah, I, I think so. And and I think that's maybe they kind of walked in and kind of like they made a lot of assumptions walking in about like how it would, you know, that as you're saying that it would just be kind of like, right, I've got this right the way through. And now it is kind of shaking them. And, and in a way, I kind of think it probably would have been better for them perhaps to have gone home now because if they are in there with the same looks that they have in their wardrobe that they aren't going to be able to meet the standards that the, the other the other judges are looking for it's going to be the same next week on the runway where they're going to come out with another mini dress and it's not necessarily going to be at the level um but next but week yeah. is match game so uh-huh. sensible 74 so they'll probably be. win <laughs> so yeah that could be a turning point i mean an inspired choice of of lip sync song with the venga bus this week i mean it just was so much joy and even poor juju b whose heart was breaking was still bopping away in the background like <laughs> oh what, what, a, what a classic hun hit. oh I, when when <laughs> when that came on i was like the stars have aligned for me to be on this podcast to type um, <laughs> yeah. I, the 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 venga bus and Anything by the Venga Boys is like catnip to Huns. Like, so whenever you put it that is, on, you know, there's clothes taken off, drinks are spilled, tables are flipped, people lose themselves. So I think yeah. that um, I think it's it was definitely a great um, lip sync. Um, uh, the, the question I would love answered is: Had Panjai does does Panjaina know who the Venga Boys are in Thailand? Are the, are the, are the Venga Boys big in I'm Thailand? I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure she must too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Venga bus has definitely yeah. stopped yeah. off in Thailand. Yeah, that stopped off in Bangkok you know, <laughs> yeah. for an overnighter. My question is, did J- Janie throw the lip sync? I think there was a lot of, of like that repeated roly-polies and armography. I don't think she wanted to win because I don't think she wanted to send... Juju B, who I think I guess home. The problem is, um, confession here. I used to work um, twenty years ago on a holiday park, and um, when I'm out as a nearly forty-year-old man in the club <laughs> now, and these songs come on, um, I it's almost like I have to have a word with myself to just go, don't go into those moves. So perhaps this, uh, you know, the Venga Boys being European, Euro pop, and all like that, Dutch, Dutch, they're they Dutch, d- yeah, mm. um, and and perhaps it was just a right I've got to do these moves you know it's it's the moves from the past it's the moves from the club mm-hmm. I've got to do yeah. it yeah because when I heard it was Venga Boys I was like oh Janie must have this yeah. she has the home advantage yeah. but maybe that let her down because she went into <laughs> her like you know. robo Venga Boyd mode <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so yeah Panjana wins and she decides to send home Jimbo because they didn't do as well in the challenge mm-hmm. as Jujube. At least you presented your argument well. I think it's sad because I think Pangina is going to get a lot more hate online. Like she's basically sent out the entire of Team Canada now at this point. <laughs> um, so hopefully she doesn't get hate like that. Sad to see Jimbo go. But yeah, it's really hard to see anyone else winning but Pangina at the moment, right? Yeah, I mean... Th- I have this thing, obviously, with with the pandemic happening and the seasons which have happened um, and been filmed in between. I really think for somebody to win it who's not American and to get that platform over that or over that side of the world, I think would just yeah. be amazing to see. Um, so, so if it was Pangina, if it was Blue, um, or any of the you know the European um, the queens, um, I think that the, I would just I'd, I'd like, I like I would love to see the journey beyond yeah. that, um, and especially Pangina because I think that I think it's as I said earlier the, the perfect storm. Based on the preview next week. Uh, Blue's going to do Austin Powers for Snatch Game, so that could be that could be an interesting opportunity for them to just do their filthy character. You know that could work for them. 
Um, but if not, like they could be at risk of going. Like I don't know. Like Monique, Mo, apologies, isn't that good at snatch game? So yeah, they might struggle. Janie, I'm not really sure. Janie or Pangina, I don't know. Like they both did reasonable reading challenges, but I don't know how well they'll be able to do snatch game. So this looks like I'd say next week is going to be an easy juju and bag at top two. On paper, yeah, it, sh- it 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 reads like it should be that. I think the it depends on um it depends on the characters that they bring, obviously, um, yeah. and whether Rue gets it, whether the judges, whether the, the the panel get it, whether it's chaotic, whether there's an inner saboteur, whether somebody's supposed to be doing something else. Like, hopefully Rue does, hopefully Rue allows people to do the characters that they've prepared uh-huh. in advance. Um, and one day we will get a Scylla Black on a UK version of Drag Race. One day, well, please. Katie Price is going to be there in person. So oh, of course, like, yeah. That's <laughs> a, that, that'll be. Easy, yeah. Uh, Gareth from Hunza, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find out all the hilarious Hun-related memes that you've got? So going uh, you can find me on Instagram at Hunsnet uh, on Twitter official Hunsnet because someone stole my handle, um, <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah, on TikTok Hunsnet um, and Facebook Hunsnet as well. And um, yeah, it's been a pleasure and I, I really appreciate what you guys do. So thank you for having me on. I'm ready to say goodbye to Bagger, to be honest. I just think two strikes of this bad attitude and you're out. But I have to say, we didn't get around to chatting about it in the episode, but I really respected Pangina calling out that bad attitude in the, in the untucked moments. That kind of like your attitude brought us all down. And like, I did think that like Stinkface Baga was give like fair enough that they were like able to sort of like own up to it and say, look, I apologize. But then sometimes the the behavior of a person who's a bit of a bully and a bit of a dickhead is just to like throw their hands up and apologize once they're called out and they don't actually mean it. Yeah, because it was you just know? like, a, yeah, you're right. I've been a bit of an arse. Yeah. Sorry for well, like, if you know, anybody. The, the power genuine. available to you for being an arse is available to you <laughs> when, when, you're when, you, when you're not an arse. When you're not an arse. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you on Monday with the next episode of season 14. Uh, for those who, of you who are watching that, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. See you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.